we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Bettered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada, and here I'm Baparuin with someone a little bit different um, this week. Sadly, Kelsey could not make it on the podcast, but we have Jess from Real Housewives of the West Side making a guest appearance. Jess, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I love that Bapa doing. Oh, yeah. we, Me and Kelsey, who's my regular podcast co-host and my roommate, um, always are like, we sing our Bapa-doo, because it's <laughs> so much fun to do, and it's amazing. But for listeners who don't know who you are, why don't you let people know what you do, who you are, Real Housewives of the West Side, what does that mean? Well, Eddie, let me tell you. Um, yes, I am married. Uh, so <laughs> to begin things. I, uh, to begin. Um, I really am, I guess, a real housewife. I do not have kids yet, although I do have two dogs. Um, but yes, I am a real housewife and I live on the west side of Los Angeles and I have a podcast about it, it started a little, it started to about like just the, the, mostly the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and my, um, run-ins with them and some of my relationships with them. And it's just kind of, um, turned into a menagerie of just lots of amazing things. So yes, you <laughs> have, you have so all, many but... great guests and like, you've done so many amazing things. Like you've done yoga with Luann, you do soul cycle with oh, Lisa yes. Renna. You, you like run these streets. I, you know, I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> you try your best. Um, well, we're so, ex- best. we're so excited to have you on for our Southern Charm podcast because Southern Charm is like one of those shows that does really well, but we kind of feel like flies under the radar still. I mean, if you're not watching Southern Charm, like get with the picture. It's like the Vanderpump rules of the South almost, except they're a little <laughs> bit more put together and the drama's a little bit more intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's more like real life drama. Like people are getting their kids taken away because they're in custody battles with their coke addict, abusive ex-boyfriends. So um, this episode, though, was a really fun one because it was a trip and we got to see the whole cast make their way to Colorado, which we saw last episode. But this time they're full in their trip. They're about to go skiing and everyone's kind of waking up for the day. No one can find Madison. And it's because she's already on the slopes, which I was like, it's like like 6 a.m. And that's insane. Do you ski at all? I do. I do. I I grew up in Connecticut and Minneapolis, which do not have great skiing, either of those. Um, But my dad, both my parents were uh, very great or are, I guess, very um, intense skiers. So yeah, I grew up going to like Park City, Utah, and I've been to Steamboat Springs where they were this, uh, this week on Southern Charm, um, and Vail and whatever. And I was cracking up when they were doing the bunny hill, because if anyone's learned to ski on the bunny hill, like as a child, they teach you, like they explain it by saying like, make a pizza, a then pizza, french fries, yeah. a pizza, then french fries, pizza, then french fries. And so when they were doing that, I was like, oh my God, it's all coming back. 
<laughs> no, yeah, I I used to go to Tahoe, North Star at Tahoe. I don't know if you've heard of it because I'm a California boy. And that was like yeah. our skiing was in Tahoe. And the same thing. It was like pizza, French fry, pizza, French fry. Yeah. I would do the little ski school for the first half of the oh, day. Yeah. And you get the tow rope. Like you hold mm-hmm. on to that tow rope. Mm-hmm. You, you're getting like pulled up on the little magic carpet. It's a whole vibe. So I was dying that basically half the cast had to do this because no one knows how to ski. Oh. I know, I know. Well, Cameron said that she knew how to ski, but she was just, she's like scared that she's going to die. So she's like, I'll just do the bunny hill. She's like, she's like, I won't be there for my little one. I mean, I, I get it. I understand. Cam has like definitely gotten a lot more timid this season, which yes, I feel like did. that just comes with being a mother. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess it, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like all my mom friends. I mean, I think that it depends on your personality, you know, but I can see how she, you know, she's talked a lot about like her anxiety and which I totally get it because I struggle with anxiety too. Um, But I think that she, yeah, maybe becoming a mother like augmented her anxiety a little bit, but just like in a different way. It's like, I cannot do these things because I do not want to kill myself so that (laughs) I can still continue to be a mother. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No one else can do it like her. We saw how much she was freaking out with the nanny earlier this season and trying to like organize that situation. And it's like, oh my God, I was dying. I love how she was like asking all these. And it took me back to like my nanny days because I remember like it's frustrating being a like a professional like a childcare professional because it's like these people, I remember thinking that to myself one time, like going on an interview and these, this woman and her husband, like they just had a baby like a month ago. And so sitting from my standpoint, like I obviously have like a lot more experience and she was like, well, what would you do if the baby had a fever? And I was like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, what would you do? <laughs> yeah. Like, tell me, tell me your game plan and I'll let you know what I would do instead. Like I'm a childcare professional. Uh-huh. I'm a professional. Okay. So yeah, I felt bad for that woman who was sitting there. I was like, oh my God, this poor lady is like, what the fuck? She's like, what am I getting myself into? This is insane. Um, <laughs> Another thing that's insane is this whole relationship between Austin and Madison because they're on the slopes with Craig, just the only ones being by themselves. And they're like making out and flirting or kissing or I don't know what they were doing. They were just being like little like snow like lovebirds. Snowbirds. Snow lovebirds. I don't know. I don't know what the term is. I was going to say snow bunny, but like there was, I mean, if they were hooking up, they definitely were bunnies because we know those two (laughs) can get wild and crazy. But yeah, but the thing with. What do you what do you feel about this? You know, I'm I I feel like I've just kind of this entire season been in like kind of a little bit of a constant state of confusion about Madison and Austin. I haven't really done like any detective work on Madison. I don't know if you if you have, but I feel like she just kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and we've been shown this Instagram video like how many bajillions of times like okay we get it but like neither one of them have really really deeply explained like what exactly one happened like specifically and two like what their relationship status is I mean I know that Austin like briefly on this trip he was like I mean I guess we're broken up like what but I don't know I'm just really confused by it to be honest I just I, I don't understand it I don't think anyone does. And okay, I can tell alone. you and I can tell you the reservations that Craig and Sheb have are not only between them, but they're shared by people outside of the group as well. So I had Carl Radke from Summerhouse on the podcast, I wanna say like a month or so ago. And 
I was just talking to him about who he's friends with in the Bravoverse because, you know, all those Bravo kids hang out with each other. It's like no one else understands what I'm going through except for you. So we all have to hang out. <laughs> it's a special um, club. It's a very special club. And he was saying that the Austin-Madison situation is weird and that not everyone likes Madison. And then I kind of just threw in there. I was like, she seems like she's like a social climber. Like she's trying yeah, to pair herself. I got that vibe. I definitely got that vibe. You know, I understand, you know, trying to like make your way in society and do that whole thing. But I mean, the people she's positioning herself with, the way she's presenting herself, and then for even Chip to be like, oh, this girl's white trash, just from like first instances, there's got to be something more there. And Carl actually agreed with me when I said that she seemed like a social climber. And he goes, exactly. That's exactly the right thing I would say. So there's something off about her. I know that they're not together anymore because she went on this like Instagram like spree of all these men. And like posing with them like on boats off some coast in Europe. And I was like, okay, so they're definitely not together anymore because that's um, a hot girl summer, bad bitch 100, ready to go. So, I mean, I, it's weird to see on the show now knowing that they're not together, but I, I do not support that relationship just because I feel, I mean, I'm going to be real, Austin's not great, but I think, I don't think he yeah, deserves think- that whole world that she's trying to pull him into. Yeah, I don't. It's very weird, and I I agree with you that it's from the second she came on the show, like she gives you to quote Camille Grammer, she's like the little hairs on the back of your neck just yes, stand up. Like yes, there was something off of her, and it was like it was a slight like Ashley vibe, but maybe not as like Wicked Witch is ish. Um, but yet there was something off, and I thought that immediately right from the get go they were gonna. that was going to be her storyline. Like, oh, she's just using him. She's like a psycho, whatever. But then they like didn't really get into it. So I don't know. But I don't, um, I don't know. Do you think she's going to be at the reunion? Do you think they're going to bring her out on the reunion? A hundred percent. I think she's going to be on the reunion. I think she might actually be next season. I know that I don't, I've heard that Eliza might not be coming back next season. I don't um, think we need her. I, I really don't. I think – so I this is kind of what I think happened. I think she probably would have been a really good cast member and she kind of would have been a lot more into it. But she honestly had that like – like I know we've talked about it before, Final Destination-esque situation where she wasn't <laughs> on that Bahamas flight. And I think that shook her. I mean as anyone. And it happened while they were filming essentially or while they were getting ready to film. That's – that's traumatizing. I, yeah. I, I don't think I would be able to film after losing like four of my friends on a plane that I was supposed to be on over the Bermuda Triangle. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's insane. I mean, my heart hurt for her when I heard that story, but at the same time, I was like, dude, dude, that's scary. Like, yeah. th- that, that whole situation freaked me out. But I do think Madison is going to kind of be a more. I think she'll be invited back next season. I don't know what it's going to be in what capacity. I don't know if she'll be a full-time cast member. I don't know if she'll kind of continue in this friend role because she is making plays with Chelsea, as we know, and possibly to open up a hair studio with her. So that could be a storyline that she gets inserted in. I mean, clearly she's friends with some of the people in this group, most clearly Chelsea. Mm-hmm. and Chelsea's kind of a big role. I mean, she's kind of fallen a little bit back, but she's still a main character, and so I feel like as long as Madison continues to be around this group and have her claws in everyone, including Patricia, she's going to be on next season, and in the reunion, and this isn't the end we're seeing in Madison. 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, I yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that Chelsea is kind of her only ally in the in the whole group. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I it was. I, I mean, it's been interesting without the. Not that not that I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that I want Thomas back. I think he's a disgusting, vile human being. But without that kind of like um, almost villain role, I don't yes. know. It's like it's 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 like something is a little bit off balance. You know what I mean? No, um, it, it, there's not a real clear villain this season, and kind of the villain. It's a weird, it's a weird situation this season because like Thomas is still the villain technically because a lot of the stuff going on with him is affecting Catherine and other people on the show. But Catherine's right. almost the villain right now too because she's having a lot of beef with a lot of people, and it's not like she's like the villain, but she's kind of the most drama this season. And there's not really someone that we can kind of like all get behind and being like, oh look, here's Trashley. You know, it's it's right, and right, I, right. And I feel like Madison could fill that role, which honestly no one really wants to fill because that means you're going to be hated by so many viewers across the the world. But it's a role that needs to be yeah. filled, and if she can do it, go go for it. Get your you know get your money, get your 15 minutes, enjoy it. Yeah. You know, some villains yeah. go on to do amazing things. Look at Kristen Cavallari. Look at her now. <laughs> Look at Kristen Cavallari. I love that that's the example. I mean, yeah. And I, I think we kind of saw a glimpse of this villainous of Madison, not even in like a bad way, but kind of her power in the scenes that she had with both Craig and Shep. So after skiing, we're also Whitney and Shep, what were they, breathing air cans? Have you ever seen that? Okay. I had never seen these cans before. I I didn't, maybe this is like a new thing, but I guess it's supposed to help like with the altitude, like so that you like get more oxygen in your system so that you don't have like that, uh, you know, sometimes if you're in a really high altitude, you can feel like faint or whatever. But I don't know. It looked like they were doing, what is that called when you like, like whippets? When you, yes, that's what I thought they were doing. I was like, what the? <laughs> Me like out of nowhere, just like, oh yeah, I know what that is. No, but not that I know what it is, but I've, I've seen, you know what I mean? Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck is that? It was but weird. Yeah. I was like, I can't deal with this right now. Yeah, um, that was really, really weird, but like also hilarious and also like only something they would do. Yeah, too. it's such a rich people, like extra money. Like, I'm just going to get these oxygen cans just like breathe. Like, where do you even <laughs> find this crap, Whitney? Whitney is bizarre. Whitney is bizarre. And also, like, I, I don't, I'm sorry if I'm like jumping ahead at all, but also him like denying that he boned Catherine. Like, I really don't get what his deal is. Oh, we are going to go into that because that okay. is, that made me upset too. He's, he's interesting. Um, but yeah. let's let's go back to Madison really quick because we'll just finish up with her and then we'll move on to the the weed dinner, which includes um, Whitney denying and the drama that comes with that. And then we'll get into Ashley and Naomi because that was a fantastic scene that we're going to end oh with. Um, but as I was saying with like the whole power of Madison, first of all, Craig and her are in the kitchen alone and he's kind of like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, what's the situation between you and... Austin and she's not having it. She gives him two dirty looks and walks over and is like, okay, listen, I don't know what you've been saying, what advice you've been giving. He's like, I don't give advice. Cuts the flashback of like you, this is not a relationship, like giving full advice. And she's like, she's like, stay out of my relationship. Unless he directly speaks to you about the relationship, you should keep it out of your mouth. Um, And she's like, and don't give unwanted advice. And he's kind of like shocked. He's kind of like speechless. He's like, "Uh oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of loved from her. Like that kind of like, this is between me and my man. You guys are clearly interfering. I mean, 
as much drama as they had, they were ready to get back together. And and the other thing is like Austin probably wouldn't have broken up with Madison if Shep and Craig weren't like, break up with her, break up with her, dude, you need to be single. Yep. Totally. hundred percent. I think that, yeah, I totally agree with that because I think that for whatever reason, Austin, like, I, I think he's still, I don't know if I would go as far as to say like he loves her, but like he, like he was totally going to bone her on this episode too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's, there's some attraction there that he just yes. can't lose and mm-hmm. she knows it and she's working it and yep. she's milking it and good oh, for yeah. her, honey, because you know what, guess what? You're on Southern Charm now and you're coming up as a villainess that I might be, I might be growing an attraction to Madison as a character on the show, not as a person, but as a character <laughs> on the show, you know, I yeah. can, I can put between the two, but I mean, even her standing up to Shep and being like those comments you made about me being white trust without even knowing me were uncalled for, like basically taking him down as well. I mean, she's not afraid to pull out the big guns and go toe to toe with these men, which has kind of been what Southern charms MO has been in the recent years. It's like this, power of women and the group of women together kind of overthrowing the good old boys and mm-hmm. you know this whole patriarchal society that they've lived in their entire lives of the south you know it's like okay you know we got patricia as our matriarch we got the lead woman like let's all stand up to these men because we're done we're done being these side characters to them and i love that and i feel like this was another instance of that where we got to see someone who's kind of been considered a villain or like the bad person kind of have almost a hero role in standing up to two of the heroes on the show. So I, I mean, I did enjoy it. Yeah, totally. And I think that she, you know, she is like a strong character. I know she's, she's a person, but like, yeah, I agree. She is like a stronger character, which I think that is good. Cause especially like with Naomi, I feel like Naomi is like, not really like that. And Naomi, I don't know. Naomi, sometimes I feel like is like a little bit of a doormat. Um, and I mean, Chelsea can be strong, but it's just like in a different way. Yeah. It's like you have Cameron, Catherine, and Danny, who's a side character, but like sometimes does stuff. But like, I think that you need that Madison to round out because it's almost like pure good, which is like Cameron. And then you have the good and evil, like kind of mix, which right. is Catherine. And then you need the evil, which is Madison. And then you just got, you right. know, there you go. You got the perfect trio to take Southern Charm and fly. Totally, totally. Was Danny even on this trip, by the way? She was. She was on this trip. I feel like I didn't even, like, where was she the whole time? She was, like, Like, she was hiding. She was wearing, like, gray and white. It was very easy for her to blend in just to, like, the surroundings. And, I mean, let's talk about, first of all, we missed talking about Catherine and her outfit because that's that's what my eyes were on the whole time. That's probably why you missed Danny. Yeah, but exactly. All your your all of your attention went to Catherine and her outfit. Her outfit was amazing. I love who called her a Teletubby. Was it Craig that called her? <laughs> I think it was. But like that's like the perfect description of what she looked like. Oh my god, I loved it. I was like, you know what, Catherine, you. Do, I mean, whatever. Like she can pull it off. She could work it. She was like, I don't know if she thought she was in the seventies. I don't yeah, it was know. Like, like some what- like. Space Channel 5, 70s, like, Sea Queen, like, checking out, I don't know, like, Aspen in, like, 1969. It's She's set in the same year as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's the next Tarantino film. It's Catherine on the oh Slopes. God. I mean, it's – why – I mean, I kind of feel like I almost wasn't surprised because I was like, well, of course she would wear that. Like, but, <laughs> you know, just of course she would wear that. I thought it was amazing. You know what? She – do it girl like you can work it I would look like a fucking I don't even know like 
I don't even want to picture what I would look like, but she kind of, you know what she kind of, and the good thing is, is that it's probably a lot safer because no one's going to run into you because they obviously see you. Yeah. And, oh, no one's going to lose you. <laughs> no one's going to lose you. And God forbid you need help. I mean, it's easy to spot. So I don't know. It kind of makes sense. I guess just like people put like their little kids in like red ski jackets. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I guess. Thing. I mean, you have her okay. red hair already, but I mean, the red exactly. suit helps as well. <laughs> I mean, I just take it to another level. Low key was inspired. Next time I go to the ski, I'm doing full jumpsuit. I don't know if it would be red, maybe like blue or like white with like green stripes. I'm thinking about it. She's honestly started a trend. If she comes out with a line of like ski jumpsuits, I'm in. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I saw on her Instagram, she did post like the link to wherever she got it. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I would. I would definitely. I'm gonna go look at that in a little bit. Forget the feeling. <laughs> I, feeling Giovanni IV drip. I'm spending my money on Catherine's red ski jumpsuit. <laughs> let's be real. Oh my god. Um, let's talk about I guess Catherine again at the weed dinner. So Austin and Shep plan this weed dinner, which I think is actually a really cool idea. I mean, when in Rome, I mean in California, we obviously this is something that we are familiar with as well because cannabis is legal in California in the same way recreationally that it is in Colorado. Um, yeah, but- I was, I was talking to my husband about that. Like right after I, uh, right after I watched it, we were walking the dogs and I was like, felt I, I'm, he loves, he obviously loves it so much when I like tell him about that latest Southern Charm episode. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. So on Southern Charm, he's like, Oh Jesus Christ, kill me now. Um, but I was like, I, I don't know. Okay. Let me ask you. I mean, you also live in LA, so maybe you have the same opinion, but I didn't get like why they were making such a big deal about it. Like on the bus when they were like, oh, we're going to a weed store, weed, weed this, weed that. I was like, is is it, am I just sheltered because we live in LA and it's it like is. not that much of it? Okay. Is that what it is? Because I was like, it's still, is it that big of a deal? it's federally illegal. So like, I think, in okay. s- I think where they are from, I think it, you can get it like I, it's not completely legal where they are. I think it's like a medical situation where like it used to be here where people would I mean people are doing it, but it's because you know I got a cough that I've had for three weeks. Um, but you <laughs> can know, you still get the can you still get the CBD oil everywhere, or is that just in LA? I think CBD is technically legal everywhere because it doesn't have the this the, the THC, THC, which is the which is okay. the part that gets you high. So I think it is just like a really big deal because it's, it, it's basically, they could do whatever they want. It's like a kid in a candy store, like a Willy Wonka situation. It's like, we we don't have this. So they're taking, and I think that's why they buy so much is because they're like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do this again. It's like. It's like when you go on your senior trip when you're 18 and you're like, okay, we're going to get all the alcohol we can and drink it this weekend because we're <laughs> never going to get alcohol again in our entire lives. It's one of those situations. Right, right. But then did you see someone posted, I think it was on Instagram, like a close-up of Craig's coffee table from an episode and there was like obviously like weed on the coffee table. Well, that's the thing is like, and Cameron's talked about it on the show before too. She's like, oh, Craig, I need to get your weed guy. Like they're all, yeah. they all do it. And that's where I think it's like, I think it's like the medical situation where it's like, you know, Craig has some kind of ailment. <laughs> he obviously has something wrong with him. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's also in the Bahamas like all the time for his like, because he has that like house. So I'm sure he's smoking it up in the Bahamas too. Like, oh, I'm sure. He's, I'm sure. The, yeah. I, I don't think they're strangers to it, but I think the 
opportunity to do it so openly was something that they jumped on. And Shep is honestly a 20, like four year old frat boy from the South. Oh so God, he was literally. like living totally. his best life. I yes, was, I was dying when the guy was like cooking and they're like, should we have like a gummy before? And they're like, no, no, no. And then, and Shep was like, I'll split it with you. And Austin's like, okay. And Shep's like, okay, I already had one. I've been high all day. <laughs> He's let's not lie. He's been high this entire vacation. The whole the whole time he like infused his air that he got from Whitney with weed to make sure that he could stay on a high. <laughs> he infused his air. Um, but oh as as God. much fun as that looked, and I thought that was really cool that the guy did like either infused or not based on glazes or whatever you wanted to put on, and it looked like a fun thing. Like I had never thought of that before. But if I mean I, it's legal in California, but even if I went to Colorado, I feel like that would be like a fun thing to do. Have someone come and cook for you. I feel like we've seen that maybe I feel like we've seen that like on a housewives episode. It was either maybe like New York or um, maybe Beverly Hills. But I I feel like I've heard maybe I don't know. I feel like I've either heard of it or seen it it somewhere. Um, I feel like I've heard of it somewhere, too. But I feel like we haven't seen a dinner yet because I I mean, and if correct us if we're wrong, listeners. But I remember just like the naked chef. I remember New York having all these different chefs, but I don't ever remember them being like a weed chef. I think this is something new. If anything, I think it would be on Vanderpump Rules first. (laughs) <laughs> then yeah, housewife. I don't know. Maybe I'm imagining. Oh, oh no! Too, you know what you're, you know what you're thinking of? Beverly what? Hills season five, where they go to Amsterdam and they're having the moon cookies, and Maybe they're that's all. What I was thinking of and like yes, yes, and yes. and Brandy calls out Kyle and because Kyle's like, and oh, I'm not going to do it. Slaps LVP, right? Yeah, later in the night, that's where she slaps LVP on the boat. Yeah, that's that's okay, what you're thinking that's of. What I'm thinking of because okay. yeah, duh. I'm like, okay, I literally just watched the episode because we just did a Housewives history on that season, so we did like a full breakdown of that season. But no, and okay. then and that's then Brandy funny. accuses Kyle of lying because the first time Brandy sm- like Brandy's like, I've smoked with you, Kyle, before, and I mean, as we've seen, right. Mauricio was stoned at dinner this season. So, <laughs> I mean, it's California. I mean, it's as it's as common now. I feel like as a Corona. You'll catch people on the street doing whatever. So, um, yeah, I love when you like drive into where did I? I drove into like I don't know the Target parking structure or something in uh, West Hollywood the other day, and I was like, oh my god, it fucking smells like weed. Which I do have to say, I I do not like weed. It, I mean, I tried it in college, as probably everyone did, and it honestly like this. It made me sick to my stomach. It made me want to throw up. Like I can't stand the smell of it, but. I do have a question. Like, you know how it's illegal to smoke cigarettes in Santa Monica? It's illegal to smoke in Beverly Hills. Um, The only thing I like, and I wonder if they're going to, like, mandate this somehow, is, like, okay, so I was in the uh, parking structure at Target, and, like, it's kind of a closed space. Like, what if you have, like, a newborn baby? You don't want them inhaling weed. So, actually, I don't even think you're supposed to smoke it in public. It's actually oh, really? still illegal to smoke in public, and you will get a fine uh, and a ticket if you smoke it. Uh, it's supposed to be consumed, okay. I think, like in your home. I'm not entirely sure on all the rules, but like you, if you're like smoking a joint or whatever out on the street, you're going to get in trouble because that's not, it's, it's like, I mean, in, oh, okay. In, especially in the Southway where I am too, because like there's no, no cigarettes either. So it's like, well, anyway, you're screwed. Right. Cause I was like, what if like, what, like, what if like kids are inhaling this? Like, that's not going to be good. So, okay. I've got, thank you for clearing that up for me. Cause I was very curious. Well, yeah. So hopefully they don't do it in your target parking lot anymore. Um, <laughs> But no, no judgment for anyone. I mean, I, I do it no, here I and mean, there. Like, you, it's you, fine. You. It's, yeah, you know, it's, I'm a 24-year-old yeah. kid living in Los Angeles, you know, living my life. 
Um, my dog gets his CBD oil every day. <laughs> I the CBD oil actually really helps with my anxiety. With but even without the THC, like CBD oils and creams, even for like my muscles and stuff when I'm sore, fantastic. So if you want to check that out, that's like literally any store you can find that and pick that up now. Um, let's move on to Catherine being upset at the weed dinner, which I thought was completely valid because she did go to rehab technically for weed and she almost lost her kids for marijuana as well. And I thought it was very rude of, first of all, Shep, I mean, Austin didn't know, but, or wasn't thinking about it, but Shep knows. Shep should have been like, yo, Catherine, is this cool? And as close as they are, this should have been a conversation that had happened before the dinner because I think Catherine was completely valid in her feelings and her upsetness with everyone in this group. Oh, me too. I think, yeah, 100%. I think that, you know, and I think that this is where it gets, um, you know, the lines get blurred, I guess, because just I think that people forget that, like, it is still a drug and that you can be like addicted to it, I guess. And so it seems, I feel like if it was obviously, if it was something like, um, like alcohol and you knew someone was an alcoholic, I feel like that it would be more obvious to be like, Oh, are you okay coming on this trip? Knowing that like everyone's like, they asked Luann, they were like, are you okay? Like being around us drinking, you know? Um, but I feel like there's, I don't know. I guess I can see how it would like go over their head a little bit because I mean, at least like for me, when I think of weed, I don't think of someone being like addicted to it. But, um, but yeah, I guess if you, especially Shep being that close to her and obviously they all like went through this with her. I do think that's kind of shitty that they didn't at least say like, Hey, are you okay with this? Is there anything we can do to make you more comfortable? Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like it was a little, like, I don't know, a little, a little shady and they could have they definitely could have handled it better for sure I agree but it causes Catherine to leave the table in upsetness and we find out when Craig comes to her that it's more than just the dinner it's also the fact that Whitney has denied that him and Catherine ever slept with each other which then Craig calls out Whitney in front of everyone and Whitney's like oh but uh, so tell me what you think about this whole Whitney and Catherine situation because it pissed me off Okay, so I have like two schools of thought on this, and I one of my one of my whatever theories is that I feel like ever since like season one and like maybe even season two, like Whitney's really stepped back, and because he's yes. a producer on the show mm-hmm. and he like has his hand in so much behind the scenes, I feel like he doesn't want to like I feel like the last personal like storyline he had was when he was dating that girl from like wherever the fuck she was oh my gosh Um, that like weird yeah no I know exactly what you're talking about like ever since then like what really personal storyline has he had like zero and so I feel like he kind of probably um intentionally kind of keeps everything out of the of the show at least um so maybe when you know when Catherine was like I feel like when they were you know, sitting together at that restaurant or whatever and or wherever it was. And Catherine was like, dude, like, hello. Remember when I went to your house in L.A. and we boned and whatever. I'm actually kind of surprised they left that in. Um, but obviously, like, it's a good I mean, it's a good storyline. Um, but I feel like he, the way that he was looking at her, he was almost like, dude, like, we're not talking about this on the show. Like, he just kind of gave her this look like, don't go there. Um, so I don't know. That's my one school of thought that he is just 
he's denying it because he's like, guys, we're not talking about it on the show. Like, I don't want to be a character or whatever, which is stupid because it's like, hello, like everyone sees stuff on social media. You can't really hide anything anymore. Yeah. Um, and then my other school of thought that was and Craig said this, he was like, um, you know, he thinks of Catherine as like beneath him and mm-hmm. he's almost like embarrassed that like to be seen with her or something. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess that could be a theory, but also I feel like since Catherine and Patricia have made up, I feel like I don't, why would he be embarrassed by that? Like he, everyone knows that they have like a fling season one. So why would he, I don't know. I think, I, well, what I, were you going to say? Yeah. Keep going. I think he, I just think he's digging himself a deeper hole and he looks like more and more of an asshole the more he denies it, I guess. So I'm curious to see if he's like how far he's going to go with this. And even like, like the last few reunions, he hasn't even been there. So I I, I don't know. I'm just curious to see like, is he ever going to like say anything about it or admit it? Or or is he just going to keep being like, no, it never happened over it. Because even Catherine was showing her text messages on the, I was like, whoa, I can't believe you're showing me. Oh my gosh. When when he was showing Danny on the ski leaf, I was like, oh my gosh, this is way too much TMI. Uh, I, I think the thing with Whitney is, I think he does still think that she's below him because he's producer. She's a character on the show. He made her, True. you know, she's everyone's seen how much of a mess she was at the beginning, what she's gone through now. She's tainted from Ravenel. It looks, could be looking weak for him to, you know, be with her. I think there's a lot of things with that, but I also do think it's because he's a producer on the show and he's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, this looks bad for me, but dude, you made the show about you and your friends. This show is about you and your friends. If you're hooking up with someone on the show, it's going to be talked about. You should know this as a producer. You can't pick and choose what storylines are going to be shown because you know what? This is part of the larger narrative, which is Catherine's story and her struggle to move out from the shadow of T-Rav and you were a hookup. It's part of, you know, it comes with the territory. He needs to understand that. So that's why it pissed me off. Um, Hopefully he does come on the reunion. I mean, he did kind of like, he said it happened it's acknowledged that it happened, but I feel like he needs to come on the reunion and give an apology to Catherine for yeah, denying it because he handled it terribly. And also, he did. He treated it and it pissed me off too. And when he went over to like, he was, when he went over to go check on her and she was just like, just leave me alone. Like, and then he was just like, okay, fine. I'm like, really? You could have been like, Catherine. I feel really shitty about what happened. Like, let me, I want to apologize to you. Like, you don't have to, I just felt like it was too much of an easy out. I'm like, really, dude, you're just going to go back to like, she's obviously upset. So I don't know. I think that he's handling it really poorly and it, he's just making himself look like a, an asshole. But, but the thing is also is Whitney's always been an asshole. So true, it's like, true. it's not like, oh my gosh, this is devastating news to know that Whitney is not a good person. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, he's, right, right. he's no, always he's just been like a douchebag. reiterating it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay. Well, let's talk about someone else who's a mess that I can't believe is still on the show. And that is Trashley, Ashley Jacobs, um, who (laughs) confronts Naomi with a phone call. By the way, the rumor, the the, the behind the scenes word on the street is that because Naomi refused to go on on the Colorado trip, they forced her to have this meeting. This was her punishment was to do a scene with Ashley. Okay, that makes sense. Which makes makes more sense why she even gave her the time of day. 
um, that this yeah, was kind of like her sense. slap on the wrist. It's like, oh, you're not going to go on the Colorado trip? Well, then we've got this fun thing in store for you. And right, so she right. was forced to sit down with Ashley, which was Ashley being like, you know, we're both strong women with strong opinions, which is why we've never gotten along before. But I admire your strength. And she's like, what bitch, what are you on? Like, what is going on? She's cringing at every and Naomi's cringing at every word Ashley says. And then Ashley's like, I really want to repair the relationship with with Catherine. And like, Naomi's like, it's no. never going to happen. Like, are you crazy? Like, what are you on? I love when I love when Naomi was like. Dude, you called me a bitch. And Ashley's like, yeah, but I mean, in a nice way. Like, you're a boss bitch. And she's like, are you on something? It's like, no, you called her a bitch. She's literally like in her own world. Like, she lives in her own universe. And also, like, can we just talk about like what happened to her hair? Like, I didn't understand what was going on. Like, did she get it cut? Was it like tucked under? I was just like, I don't know, this weird makeover that she's going through. And also, I don't understand. Like, we all know that in real time, she moved back to Santa Barbara and apparently is friends with fucking Landon now. Yes, which is like, oh, my God. Like, why is she even – why is she even relevant on the show? Like, why is she even – I don't get it. Like, she has no reason to be in Charleston anymore. They broke up. We know that she's not living there anymore. So I almost was, like, mad at the producers a little bit, like – do you really think we're that dumb? Like, do you really like, think we don't know what's going on at this point in time? In yeah. It just seems stupid. And, like, even if she and Naomi did, like, hug it out or whatever and they're, quote, fine now, like, okay. Like, what does that even do for, like, we don't even care. I Yeah. So, I don't know. The whole thing was just weird and it, like, really made me anxious and uncomfortable. Yeah. No, it was definitely, like, an unneeded scene. I'm done with Ashley. I don't think... She needs to be on TV anymore. I feel like it was a very toxic world for her. But. I mean, she's obviously still thirsty enough, but. Yeah, I mean, she's always going to be. She's always going to be that thirsty Ashley Jacobs, who obviously was with T-Rap for one reason and one reason only. But I mean. Yeah, exactly. You're basically just proving everybody right. (laughs) Yeah, we know exactly what you came for. We know exactly what you stayed for. And please leave and go hang out with Landon, who did the same exact thing as you. So they can go go hang out in Santa Barbara together, crying about their failed reality TV careers while we talk trash. (laughs) Um, But I think that was kind of the whole episode. Um, I think we covered everything, don't you think? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that what are we halfway through yeah i think we're halfway through the season which i mean i love southern charm so much i'm so sad are you watching southern charm new orleans i am not you know i'm actually like new to southern to southern charm in general i only started watching it i think i was telling you i only started Mm -hmm. watching it like right around memorial or yeah right around memorial day weekend i went back and like binged it from season one um, cause everyone was like, really, you don't want, they acted like I killed a puppy when I told them I didn't watch Southern Charm. So I was like, okay, like, let me get it together. So I went back and like watched the whole thing. Um, and I was like, wow, I can't believe like what I was missing. But I will say having been able to just watch it, like from the get go all together, knowing like all the stuff that's come out was actually kind of amazing too. It's like knowing stuff, you know, and ex- while you're watching it. Yeah. No, and I think and Southern Charm is so full of drama and the character storylines and arcs are just phenomenal. But if you get yeah. a chance, check out NOLA. It's also really fantastic. Um, it's only two seasons. It's really fun, but that's high drama too. But if you guys want to make sure you don't miss a single one of our recaps, whether it's Southern Charmed or NOLA 
or any of that, make sure you're subscribed to wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Hot and Bravo, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Just remind people how they can find you again and let them know about your podcast. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so honored to talk about the Southern Charm. It's always you know a what pleasure I mean? the to have you on. Charm family. Yeah. Um, yes, and you will be on my podcast soon too. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's real the Real Housewife of the West Side. I know it's long. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, you can find it everywhere. You listen to Hot and Bravo, and um, on Instagram, I am at Real Housewife of the West Side. Thank you so much. Yes, I will be on your podcast soon to talk a little bit about me. Um, but I'm thanks, so excited. thanks once again for coming. And thank you, everyone, for listening. You can follow me at, at Eddie underscore Estrada. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>